Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Rick Alcantara. He does public relations, digital marketing, and crisis communications at Rick Alcantara Consulting. I have Bob Choate, who works with executives on mental transformation and creating states of flow. He's also going back to school for another PhD. I have Heather Villa. She does project management for an IT company and has a background in public administration. The question I have for you today, is social media life fulfilling or life draining? Rick, you came up with this topic, so I'm gonna ask you to kick us off. Uh, Robin, I think it's a little of both. And for some people, it may be more of one and less of the other. I, I work in social media. So for me, I try to make it fulfilling for my clients uh, and for myself and the family and everybody. Uh, there's a lot of great advantages of social media. It gets you plugged in. You can connect with other people, share ideas, get insights on different things. You can join groups. You can get involved in really just about any topic that you can think of. But then it can also just kind of you know, suck the life out of you. Uh, especially if it's politics or it's advertising. Uh, we don't have a control over necessarily what we see in our feeds, uh, mm. especially if it's on Facebook. Uh, the algorithms tend to pick up on things that you share, that you like, that you talk about, and then it just feeds you more of the same. So you kind of get into this um, uh, echo chamber, a bubble, mm. if you will, that just kind of keeps feeding you information that it thinks that you want to see. Uh, it may also send you stuff that would be contrary to what you might want to see. So it, it kind of generates this almost antagonistic uh, emotion in you so that you want to battle about that topic. Uh, so it can become life draining. Uh, I know I sometimes have problems sleeping at night because I'm always thinking about, well, I should be checking in on that or I should be checking in on this or mm. what's going on with this news story or that news story. Or I wake up in the middle of the night and I check my phone. I'm like, no, I shouldn't oh. be doing this, but I do it anyway. So it, it, it can become life draining. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. More recently, like with me, I've disconnected from social media quite a bit. And I very rarely go on, maybe I'll go on Facebook, maybe once or twice a week now, mm. instead of the way I was doing it. And like Rick said, the algorithms, like on Facebook, and even some, some of the other social media channels, it, you, it just pops up on your own viewing, which you and I have tended to take a step back and the information that pops up, I know that a lot of it is irrational. Mm. So I, I, I tend to challenge the, the, the information. It, uh, th this was when I was uh, viewing it, but most of it is there. There's a lot of memes. There's things like that. And as Rick said, the emotional aspects can get up in our, our own brains, one's thinking will take over and we become irrational and everything like that. That's the reason I personally had to step back away from all that kind of stuff and get my mind to, to where it needs to be in terms of more quality information. So I go to other sources. If, if I'm reading the news at all, I'm getting it from AP News or from Reuters News, th things like that. Mm. Uh, if I do that, but most mm -hmm. of the time I just look for quality information yeah. or read or read my books mm -hmm. heather how about you what is social media for you so like dr bob i've taken a social media cleanse i started mm -hmm. 10 years ago so i got rid of facebook i found it was really hard for me because i seem to be just too empathetic to people's problems that it almost stressed me out and wore me down even though it had nothing to do with me it wasn't my circus, wasn't my monkeys, but it really 
got into me as a person. So I had to completely take a step back, disconnect from it. LinkedIn is about all I use these days. Mm -hmm. And even with that, I'm pretty critical about what's showing up about blocking, about not following, unfollowing. If I see anything that is too personal, really, I, I want to be there for professional connections and that's it. So I'm very careful about how I connect on social media and mm. if I do at all. Yeah, and privacy becomes a big issue as well. What information are you sharing? What information are these various platforms gathering on you? And what are they sharing then with other organizations that you don't even know about? Uh, California is just passing legislation now uh, around uh, privacy issues. And then uh, what kind of generated this was uh, situations dealing with bullying online where um, you know, children were being exposed to harsh treatment on Instagram or on Facebook or other platforms. It creates some real issues for individuals, not just children. It could be adults as well. It could be a, an ex-spouse or an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or something that's creating problems for you. So yeah, it, again, it could be life draining because now you're dealing with all kinds of issues. Uh, it's not hard for somebody to track you down if they wanted to find out where you are. Even if you change your address, change your phone number, if you're on social media, there's a good chance they probably will find you. And all of that is true. And I wouldn't know any of the three of you if we didn't have LinkedIn and we didn't connect in that way. I have some really great friends who I've never met, who I met on LinkedIn, on social media, who I just reached out to and was like, hey, you seem like an interesting human. But to your point, Heather, I'm super intolerant of bad behavior and I'll block, unfollow, eliminate just as fast as I'll invite someone to say, hey, who are you? So I think you have to have a really strong filter if you're going to be on social media. And I think that's one of the challenges for children is they don't have that ability to filter yet. Yeah, the problem is that the people that you're always connected with is sometimes the people that they're connected with. So you may respond to something your connection says, and then this third person jumps in and starts mm -hmm. calling you all kinds of stuff, and you're an idiot. Had that happen. Yep. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, I have no control over that person. So all yeah. you can do is just kind of grin and bear it. And, but if I see someone post, if, if a friend of a friend posts something that's really inflammatory and just off the wall and not good for me, I'll block them, even though I don't know them at all. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some really good friendships that, that I've met on Twitter, on Facebook, that, that they're friends to this day. I've met them going back to the early 2000s. And yet there's been some crazies. I had one girl that I uh, had connected with. She had some issues and and she looked at my profile and I gave her some, some tips and everything like that, psychological. All of a sudden, she became obsessed with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, really upset. She looked up all my friends. She started threatening all the female friends that I have. And then she found out where I lived and she was going to fly over and all this kind of stuff. So I said, no more on that kind of stuff. I don't really try to help people as much. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Which so is that's, sad, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Whatever. So how do you create that boundary? How do you decide? I know for me, it's, it's really strong, my boundaries of what's appropriate and what's not. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm quick to block people. How do you create that boundary? And, and then what do you do with it? So with me, right out from the get-go, I said, okay, if we're going to be friends, we're going to be friends only in, in this context. Now, if I happen to see them in person, if, if, if we connect that way, then it, it changes. It's no longer just social media. Mm -hmm. This is real life. In social media, I have to put up the wall. Same same thing with 
some of my family members. I have family members, my siblings, who have not seen in in 15 years. So I set the same kind of boundaries with them as well. Mm-hmm. Heather, how did you decide about boundaries? For me, it was more the level of intimacy that I was willing to share with people. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people put everything on Facebook, on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it sounds good or bad, but not everyone deserves that piece of me. And that's okay. I think that's really fair. I, yeah. I want Rick, to have you the do? right people in my life. Definitely. Definitely. Rick, what do you do for boundaries? Well, I think it's also um, platform dependent. Um, so on LinkedIn, I really want to keep it business focused. Um, so it's the people that I'm in associations with or people I'm in clubs with or people that I've done business with or people looking to do business with. So it, it's very business focused and my posts are probably 99% uh, uh, business. Uh, I occasionally I will post a picture of something mm-hmm. personal. Like I posted a picture of a Zoom call that I was on when I had the new puppy in my hand. And I got like 15,000 views or something. It was over the top. (laughs) Because it's a puppy. (laughs) So I'll do that once in a while. Yeah, puppies are always going to get likes and shares. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on Facebook, uh, it's reserved really more for my friends, uh, people I went to school with or people I went to college with. So um, I've had people send me invitations on Facebook who I know through LinkedIn and know through other groups, but I'm like, we're not that close. I I really don't want to be sharing all this stuff with you. Let's just stay connected on LinkedIn. And on Twitter, anybody wants to connect with me, pretty much go ahead, unless you're, you know, like some really off the wall business or individual, and then I might block you. But yeah, really, it doesn't matter to me who's really connecting. Yeah. So the platform, it's platform dependent. That makes sense. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. I think this is a really broad topic and has a lot of connotation that people need to consider around social media, especially um, those people who have children who have to kind of think about growing up in the social media world because that's just how it is so thank you so much for sharing your tips and how you handle it and what you think about i think that's really helpful and i look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon